0: Alright, checkity check. One, two, three. What's up, y'all? This is Michael. This is the Mike Draws Podcast. Welcome back. So in this episode, we're going to get a little psychedelic, a little mystical, because I want to share with you one of my favorite and most powerful experiences on DMT. The message I got from it, it involves a fairy, a flying ant, traveling into the microcosm, and yeah, it was a wild experience. So if you don't know what DMT is, Um, it's referred to as the spirit molecule. And this molecule is uh, found in our lungs, in our brain, in the pineal gland. You can also find it in a ton of plants on the earth. Um, And it's believed that we produce a lot of this chemical during sleep, when we're dreaming, when we die, your death experiences. And so you can actually uh, induce this and flood your system with DMT to give yourself mystical experiences essentially you get the experience of your consciousness opening up and traveling through different dimensions realms of consciousness really very foreign alien realities um and so yeah might sound a little crazy but uh yeah if you're not familiar with it definitely google it check it out um it's the main component in ayahuasca if you're familiar with that and uh yeah So let's jump right into my experience. So, uh, yeah, I flood myself with DMT. And what I saw was this fairy. She appeared to me and she was riding on a flying ant. I know that sounds crazy. It was pretty crazy to me too. (laughs) And she literally takes me on a journey into the microcosm. And we're literally flying down through, I don't know if it was like into Earth Uh, but yeah, the best way I can explain it, it was, I was going into smaller and smaller focal points of reality. The first layer of reality, I guess you could say what seemed to be was like the, the insect kingdom. And I saw these ants and now from my perspective of reality or consciousness from, from being me as a human being, I look at an ant. And I don't really understand them. You know, I can see what they're doing. They seem intelligent, highly organized. But on this layer of reality, I was able to pick up so much more, you know, even seeing these fairies flying on these ants. Now, are there actual fairies flying on ants? You know, who? I don't know. Like they say we only see less than 1% of the light spectrum, right? And it's just because I can't see a microwave cooking my food doesn't mean that they're not, they don't exist, And so who's to say there's not elemental beings flying on ants, you know, and maybe not, but I saw these fairies flying on ants and I saw this magic and this intelligence of the ant and it was way more intelligent than the way I perceive insects to be. You know, they had a whole nother perspective and lens of reality and it was really mind blowing and extremely humbling actually. And uh, yeah, so this woman, this flying ant, uh, or not woman, fairy. Is it a woman? I don't know. But they're taking me deeper and deeper, smaller and smaller. Fast forward, uh, I end up seeing these geometrical patterns of light. You know, we know that reality is structured out of sacred geometry. And that's what I saw. I saw sacred geometry, uh, these like light geometrical patterns. Um, And then I went even further down until it was just beams of light vibrating back and forth. And as I'm looking at this beam of light just vibrating back and forth, I realized, you know, well, back up and say, you know, science shows us that everything is vibration taking on different forms. And when I first thought of vibration, it felt very mechanical. But in that moment, when I'm seeing this beam of light vibrate, I, I saw it in a different light. I saw that vibration is an ecstatic expression, just vibrating back and forth. I mean, think about it. When you're in a state of ecstasy or bliss or joy, it's really hard to sit still. You know, you look at a child who's lit up and you're like, yo, chill, bro, calm down. (laughs) You know, they're excited, they're playing. And this is what I saw that light as. It was just this, like, it couldn't contain itself. Now when I look at the universe and I understand it as all at its deepest layer is vibration, I see it as an ecstatic expression of the divine of god of all that is the universe is an expression of ecstasy and so it's like you know it's like a musical the universe the one song you know this vibration is sound you know it's uh, it's a play you know depending on how you perceive this vibration through different senses you experience it differently but it is a it is a musical it is a play it's an expression of ecstasy And so this fairy shot me back up into my chair and she looks at me telepathically. I get this message and she says, life is a play, so don't forget to play. And then I just start bawling. I'm just crying because she's looking at me and I can feel this such this powerful, unconditional love that's pouring out of her into me. And that's what I experienced on all these levels is that there's playfulness and magic and deep intelligence on every layer of consciousness of reality. And so, you know, taking this message back that life is a play, don't forget to play. You know, when we're born, the state of a child is playfulness. It is wonder. It is, uh, they don't see life as something to be figured out as a puzzle, as many of us seem to do now as we grow up, but they see it as something to be um experienced, not a puzzle to be figured out. And so they, they play through life. They don't try and figure out life. And I think this is actually a really powerful principle because Jesus taught on this and he said, the kingdom of heaven is here and it is within you. But unless you become like a child, right? Not childish, but childlike. Unless you become to the state of innocence and wonder, and curiosity, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. Because like what's stopping us from that state, right? Is that I think that state is always here, but we paste onto this openness these beliefs that don't serve us, these fear-based beliefs that we accept as facts. And you know, the tricky thing about it is that whatever you believe to be true, will you you'll get proof for. And so, therefore, you'll say, well, see, it's only true, or I only believe it because it's true, but the real reason is you only see it because you first believe it, either consciously or unconsciously, and so then we start getting trapped in our beliefs, and I think we shut down, we become serious, and we lose that childlike essence, right? Well, we don't really lose it. I think we cover it up. I think that's, that's what is when the other stuff is out of the way, and so... I heard this uh, comedian J.P. Sears say this and he said, "Um, seriousness is usually fear, which that hit me, you know, it's like when we're serious, why is that really a real state? And not that we can't be serious and that seriousness is a wrong quality, but I feel like the state of the child is more of our natural state. And there's another saying that I love, and it says, when you're in a state of play, Life becomes like clay. And then when you're and then when you're in a state of play, you can play with the clay and life becomes malleable. But when we are so serious, life becomes concrete and, and stubborn and fixed. But I think it's that state of the child, that childlikeness, that kingdom of heaven where miracles open up, right? I mean, Jesus said, if you seek first the kingdom of heaven, which is within you, and then he also said, You can't enter it unless you become like a child. But he said, seek first the kingdom of heaven and everything else will be added. And I think we get it backwards. We're seeking everything else at the cost of that state of heaven, that state of peace and wonder and ecstasy and bliss and excitement. So we seek everything else to try and get that. But if you actually just sought that, sought the peace, accepted it really just cleanse what was in the way. You know, as we enter into those states of being, everything else finds us. There's needs. What we want will never fulfill us. What we need will fulfill us. So we're looking to the external world for things that will fulfill us and make us feel good. But usually the things that we are going after, the things we want never fulfill us. But I also believe that when we're in that state, of peace, of excitement, of wonder, of childlikeness, all the things we need will come to us and then reinforce those states of being. And so it's like the only time is here and now. But when we're projecting a future, you know, that we were having anxiety over or living in the past, we're not living in the here and now. Therefore, we create anxiety and confusion and depression. And and if we're not living in the here and now, how can anything that we truly need that wants to find us find us because we're not living in the here and now and the only time is here and now so if we're not here in the present it's like that thing those things we need can't find us and then we just get into this confused disillusioned state the more we can just surrender become more playful in the things in life become more lucid let go breathe deeper laugh more it's like everything else starts organizing you know and i think the reason we don't choose those states is because we don't think that it will actually do anything for us i think we think well if i'm just happy my life will probably you know go to go to trash but i think it's the opposite it's that if we actually feel good open up lighten up which is the first step to enlightenment to lighten up everything else flows because we're not rigid so Going back to that story, you know, I think that's what her one message was to me. Out of anything this this fairy could have said, you know, she said, life is a play, so don't forget to play. And I think that's what we're here to learn. We're here to explore limitations, forget who we are, so we can realize that this universe is ecstasy and expression. And the more we can get in tune with ecstasy will flow with that one song, the universe, and we won't get in our own way. And yo, I'm not perfect at this, but even like doing this podcast, you know, I've re-recorded things a few times and I'm kind of like, man, I'm, I'm want to share on playfulness and laughter and, you know, lightening up and where can I lighten up in this and not take this so seriously or have this, perfection mindset you know the state of the child just does stuff because it's fun because it's for the child's own enjoyment and so it's like where can i just lighten up and just express what i want to express because it's fun who cares if i say things perfectly or if it lands perfectly you know do my best have fun and be playful and trust that everything else will be added because again when you're in a state of play life becomes like clay and then you can play with the clay. So, yeah, maybe just take an inventory of your life and think where am I overly serious? Where can I lighten up more? Where can I turn my statements about reality that are causing me suffering? Where can I get more curious? Ask more questions. You know, where can I just experience life instead of trying to figure out life and trust that this intelligence, this This intelligent ecstasy will guide my way and lead me exactly where I need to go if I can just let go, surrender to the bigger picture, to all that is, to God, to the the divine, whatever you want to call it, the mystery. And know that we will always be guided. We're always taken care of. You know, a child just trusts its parents. Can we trust the higher intelligence that is fused and molded and molds all that is. The intelligence that grows your fingernails and beats your heart. This spiritual mind. Can we let go and surrender and just surf, surf this reality and trust that as we become like a child and enter these states of expansiveness that everything else will be added. Anyways, that's it, y'all. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed my story. If you have any questions or you want to reach out, talk about anything further, feel free. I love having these conversations. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Till the next episode. Peace, y'all.